Hello and welcome to the Insights and Soundbites podcast, where people facing vision loss share insights about what has helped them cope and adjust. You cannot do this alone. You need people who are experiencing the same thing. Probably the hardest part was just navigating through the emotions of it. My name is Douglas Walker. You know, sometimes it can feel like we've run out of options. Today, we'll hear from Chuck. Chuck will share with us how, through a chance encounter, he found the hope he needed. Hello, my name is Chuck Ramey. I presently live in a little small town called Petal, Mississippi, a gorgeous little town not far from the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Lost my vision approximately 13 years ago, and it was a very devastating trauma event. I was actually living in New York City at the time, Brooklyn, and I decided to move from Brooklyn to Jersey so I could slow down a little bit because it was getting more and more difficult to navigate the city. But I still had my doctor's appointments in uh, New York City. So I found myself having to travel at least twice a week from New Jersey to New York City. Anyway, one morning, I was getting up to go to one of those appointments and I was out in Jersey and it had been snowing and a very extremely cold. It was raining, sleet, cold, snow, ice, everything, all that together. And I got up that morning, I was feeling really, really bad. And my mind was fighting off just thoughts of suicide, thoughts of taking my own life. But I just kept going, kept getting dressed, kept getting ready for the appointment. And Once I got dressed and ready, I called a cab to get me to the train station, and I'm feeling so miserable at the time, and I'm walking on this ice, and I'm slipping and sliding, and I finally made it into North Penn Station, where I had to change trains to go to track one. So I'm on track five when I exit the the train, so I'm having to go down into the station and navigate over to track one. And I remembered how to do that from before I had lost my vision. And even though it was difficult, I accomplished it. And I remember getting into Penn Station. And when I get off the train and navigate upstairs, pretty much following the crowd, get a couple of people helping me along the way. And I exit on 8th Avenue, and I had to stand behind a a line of people at what they call a taxi stand where you have to stand and wait for a taxi. And mind you, we're standing on top of ice and it's cold and and it's wet and it's sleeting, raining, and I'm miserable. I get out the cab and the guy directs me toward the door. But when I get to the door, I've been there many times before, but when I get to the door, I can't open it. It's a double-handled, double-sided door. And I'm pulling, pulling, and can't open it. And I'm frustrated. It's still early in the morning, about 8.30, and, and everybody is you know, hustling and bustling in New York on that particular morning. Not many people are really slowing down to even help anyone, but I, I was yelling at asking someone to help me. A guy walks up, and he was telling me that there was a sign in the window, in the door, saying that the doctor office had moved to 23rd Street and 8th Avenue. And mind you, I just came from 8th Avenue uh, and 33rd Street, but now I'm standing there trying to figure out how I'm going to get over to 23rd and 8th Avenue in this 
cold, freezing weather. And at that moment, I was just so frustrated and just so upset. But while I'm standing there trying to think about how I'm going to get over to 8th Avenue and 23rd Street, and in the distance, I heard an elderly lady yelling, sir, do you need any help? And I said, yes, ma'am, I need some help. I wasn't sure if she was talking to me, but I responded and she came over to help me. And I told her and explained what had happened that I got dropped off by a cab and um, the doctor's office had moved and I'm standing there and she see me with my, I had black glasses on and a white cane. And she said that, well, I know where that place is at and I'm gonna walk you over there. And mind you, it's 8.30 in the morning cold, freezing rain, New York City. What is an elderly lady doing out in that kind of weather? But she had a support cane herself. And I remember she said, grab on, let's go. And I grabbed her right shoulder and we started down the street walking. And as we walked, she talked. She asked me where I was originally from, where I was born, where I went to school. When we get over to 8th Avenue and 23rd Street, of course, I'm pretty wet. Not soaked, but wet. And I think the doctor's office was on like the 10th floor. And once we get upstairs on the 10th floor, she takes me to the reception desk and she goes to the bathroom and comes back with these big brown paper towels, rough towels that they have in the bathroom. And I was using those to dry myself off. And at the same time, I was trying to give the reception my information, my name and everything. And uh, I was thanking her for helping me And she said, Chuck, I got to go. And uh, I said, okay, thank you for helping me. Thank you so much. And she had gotten on the elevator. And I yelled and said, ma'am, what's your name? And she yelled back and said, my name is Hope. And as I stand there and the way she delivered that through her voice, it went all through my body because I was hopeless at that moment. And this woman that had just helped me, I felt like it was special. I remember after the appointment on my way back home, I had a different feeling, a different attitude, a different hope about going on, about living and about continuing my life. And every time after that I went out, I always felt the presence of hope with me, guiding me. and. Uh, giving me that comfort and that support that I needed that day because at that moment I didn't know what I was going to do had she not shown up but she did and she shows up every day in my life every time I go out every time I do anything that I do everywhere I go I take hope with me was there something that someone said to you or something that happened along the way that made all the difference in the world in helping you adjust to living with vision loss? We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to share with us, just leave us a message on our Insights and Soundbites voicemail by calling 847-512-4867. Or you can use your smartphone or computer and email us a recording to podcast at hadley.edu. Again, my name is Douglas Walker. Take care, and I'll see you next time. Thank you.